We begin a new series entitled, The Overcomer. I love the title. I believe we are all overcomers. Jesus created you to be victorious on this earth, in this life. In a verse, it says, No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. We are not just conquerors. We are more than conquerors. Only through Him. Can we conquer? Because he loved us. In another verse, in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, it says, But thanks be to God. Thank you, God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Not through our own efforts alone, but through our Lord Jesus Christ. In this first series, we're going to talk about overcoming fear. Let's talk about fear. This is a very serious topic that we have to tackle because fear is the weapon that the enemy uses to make sure that you don't hit your target to miss your destiny fear is real fear is a result of things that happened to us in our past whether it's conscious or unconscious it's also a result of spoken words spoken to you or spoken words to others that you heard and fear begins to exist. Fear is real. By the way, fear is also a spirit. And it has tormented and destroyed many people, whether you're a Christian or not. When you, for example, when you fall off the stairs and you experience pain for the first time, and then you develop a fear of stepping forward or fear of moving forward or fear of taking risks, because of one simple act that sticks into our mind, you develop a fear of height, maybe. When you're left in the dark when you were young, you were scared, you got scared, and there was no one to go to. You kind of develop the fear of the unknown, or maybe the fear of the future. When you were laughed at by your peers, you develop the fear of being, uh, of, you got rejected, and you develop the fear of meeting people or because of that rejection. When you were told that you will never succeed, you develop a fear of failure, and the list goes on. A lot of people have the fear of lack. That's why I see some of my friends who are workaholics. There's nothing wrong with work, but when the priorities are all messed up because of fear, the enemy uses that to destroy us, to miss, so that we can miss our destiny. Today, I'd like to submit to you that you can overcome fear. Remember, you are an overcomer. For everyone who has been born of God, that's you and I, overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. How can we overcome fear, overcome the world? Our faith. How are we to overcome the things that happen to us? Because clearly fear comes from the world. This is a verse that all of us should memorize every time you experience fear. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given you and I a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. This is very clear. Fear is not from God. God didn't give this to you. God did make you timid, but God gave you power. God gave you love and self-discipline. And so we are to choose. Am I going to walk in fear or am I going to walk in faith? 
There's faith and there's fear. Fear is not just a spirit. It's also a feeling. You feel these things. Fear presents itself as emotions and feelings. But the word fear actually means to take fight. Oh, or to run away from. There are two things that you do when you're fearful. It's either you fight it or you run away from something. Fear begins with a thought and starts to develop into something that's not even real. Can you imagine? We are creative in our thinking. That's why they say the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. They're not true. They're not real. But it's something that we begin to believe in. Sometimes we become very creative and making things that is not even there. Okay? As if they were there. Or you're expecting something not real to happen, but with negative outcome. And this feeling stays on and sometimes it lingers. You know, a lot of people wake up in the morning fearful. They don't even want to wake up because of fear. And here's what I want you to decide on. Are you going to continue to let your feelings, feelings of fear, be the basis on which you make decisions? Or are you going to go beyond that, live beyond your feelings and live according to the word of God. You know, I feel good this day. I feel bad the next day. I feel this. I don't feel this. I feel, I feel, I feel. Emotions are the believer's number one enemy. Besides the devil, but he uses emotions, your feelings. Feelings are not reliable. You're here to, I feel, I, 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 again, love is not a feeling. It's not something that you, you know, I, I don't feel it anymore. Because feelings may change every moment. In a minute you feel this way, in another minute you feel differently. If you base your decisions on feelings, you're going to be unstable. Feelings will either keep us from doing the right thing or get us, get us to do the wrong thing. How many of you agree that feelings get in your way a lot, Right? Right? We do things we don't want to do. Exactly. And feelings out of control can cause you to do a lot of wrong decisions, can cause you harm. That you do things because of those feelings, then you regret for many, many years things that you did. We sometimes react out of fear. They're opposing forces, faith and fear. Fear gives access to the devil into your lives. Faith gives God access into our lives. I want to say it again. I don't want to hurry this because I just want you to get this. Fear is what gives the devil access to your life. It's like giving the devil the key to your home so that he will enter your home. He will enter your life. He, he lies to you. He lies. If we believe it, then we're deceived. That's what deception is, to believe a lie. But the things that's interesting is whatever you believe, even what you believe is not true, it becomes true for you. That's kind of scary when you think about it. We believe in things that are not true. But they're true for me. Because I haven't found out the truth about him yet. I wonder how many things you believe about yourself that's not true. You believe things about yourself that's not real. Or how many things you believe about God that's not true. You know, a lot of people think God is the one, the culprit. You know, God's not the source of your problems. 
And when something bad happens in your life, we blame God. We give him too much credit for the things that go wrong in our lives. Why can't we blame the devil or sometimes blame ourselves? Because many times it's not God that brought us to where we're at. Many times it's ourselves. See, the devil comes and whispers things to you and you believe it. How many lies do you think you've believed? Pretty scary, right? Some of us were abused or come from a broken family. And the devil will say, say to you, you'll never have a good life. You know, you know, I've been messed up myself. You know, in my past life, it's like messy. I've come to the conclusion after that, that I'll never really have a good life. But see, that's what the devil wants. He, he lies to you. Because what God has given me the, is really a, the best life. What was meant for evil, God used for the good. Seriously. The enemy would put lies that will create fear. But God took what Satan meant for harm, turned it around for good. I love this. My mess in the past, my mess is now, it became my message. My testings became my testimony. And my trials became my trophy because of God. The devil is such a liar. And we need to not forget that. The Bible says we have to fight the good fight of faith. Sometimes you don't have to stand, sometimes you just have to stand firm and hold on to your faith. Because everything that you say looks like it's not working, and everything that you feel, things are not happening your way. So many things that to us that you just it just doesn't, it's not fair. And we feel that life isn't fair. But God is. I love to teach on the character of God. And I love every part of God's character. But I think my favorite part is, this, is that God is just. He just doesn't love you. He is just. And you know what that means? He makes everything that's wrong right. I love that. You know, we all make mistakes. We do things to others and people do things to us. People really can mistreat you and get by with it. Not if you handle it God's way. Because if you don't handle it God's way, then yes, they can hurt you. If somebody hurts you and you spend your life hating them, then the devil has gotten exactly what he wants. But if you forgive them, no matter how you feel, and you pray for them, like the Bible says, and you bless them, and you would even go so far as to help them when they're in need. Imagine an enemy helping an enemy. Means, you know, it's how dumb does that feel? But we live in what seems like to be an upside-down kingdom that's actually right-side-up. The last has to be the first and the first to be the last. God, I just want to believe you. You said it. I believe it. Period. Amen. I love the fact that God is just. I've seen him take so many things in my life that were unjust. And he just turns them around for good. And I tell you what. He'll do the same thing for you. If not, But not if you're bitter or you have a chip on your shoulder and feel sorry for yourself. Let me tell you something. Everybody has been hurt, guys. Everybody's hurting. I hurt. You hurt. Everybody's had a loss. Everybody's had unfair things happen to them. And if you're feeling sorry for yourself because your life has not been the way you thought it would be, then I plead with you to make a decision and say no more, no more pity party. Just tell the devil, no, thank you. I'm turning my life around. I'm going to be thankful and grateful for what God has done or is doing in my life. Fear is a good point here. Fear 
comes from the world. Faith comes from his word. Things happen in this world that causes you to fear. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants you to be fearful so he can direct you to do things or not to do things. He doesn't want you to accomplish the purposes and the tasks that God wants you to accomplish. The devil stops you from going where God wants you to go. He puts fear in your heart. The devil stops you from giving where God wants you to give. He deceives you. The devil stops you from doing the things of God or the things that God wants you to do. He holds you captive to fear. Which brings me to my next point. Fear imprisons while faith is freeing. God wants to set you free. God has made you to become an overcomer. And they overcome, overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. How do you overcome? By the blood of the lamb. And what else? By the word of your testimony. Remember what God has done for you and in you? My next point, fear. I've seen this so many times. Fear paralyzes. Faith accomplishes the things of God. God has so much in store for you. Jeremiah, this is a famous verse. As I, for, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope in a future. For we are God's handiwork or workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. He prepared good things for us. Now, faith is extremely important. Because the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Everyone say, believe. Yeah, believe. They must believe two things. First, God exists. Secondly, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. See, you know, I... I can't live out my relationship, uh, your relationship with God. It has to be you. And the nice thing about God is when you begin to diligently seek Him, He rewards you. He's not just a rewarder for anybody. Not just anybody will experience the goodness of God, but those who diligently seek Him. Not just those who seek Him on Easter and Christmas, but those who di diligently seek Him continuously. Come on. Not just those who seek God when they have an emergency, it's amazing how many, we, you know, how many of us have seek God when we are in trouble. And then we find time for God. And I, I saw how we're too busy the rest of the time when things are doing good. If we just learn that whether we know it or not, we're desperate all the time. Without, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, we cannot receive and walk in God's good plans for our lives. God has already got a good plan for your life. It's already planned out. Before you even showed up on planet Earth, God has already planned an awesome, amazing life for you if you walk in it. And the way you walk in it is by learning His words, His teachings that I truly love in my heart. You know, God's plan is so simple, okay, that a two-year-old can get it. He can read it, he can believe it, and he can do it. Man, I tried doing so many things my way, you know, like Uncle Frank. How many of you tried doing it your way for so long? Some of you are still doing it your way. That's why you're still stuck. Guess what? Your way is not going to work and God's not going to change his mind and he's not going to feel sorry for you. 
Another lovely verse. The Bible says to meditate on the word day and night. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Meditating on the word is like chewing. Chewing your food. If you don't chew your food well, if, if, if you just swallow it, hello, you don't get any of the nutrition, right? But the more you chew, you chew it. You, you, you just don't get the flavor, but you get the nutrition, you get the vitamins. And the word is like that. The Bible says that the measure of your thought and study that you give to the truth, that you hear, is the measure of virtue and knowledge that will come back, come back to you again. I wish I can chew the food for you. Or eat. No, eating is personal. You got to have a personal relationship with God. You got to go, get up close to God yourself. Spend time thinking about the word. Meditate on the world. Roll it over and over and over in your mind. All that downtime you have when your mind goes to places where it shouldn't go. Instead, just think of the word. Roll scriptures over in your mind. You got more stuff in you that you could even possibly imagine. If I just wanted to start doing it, I could just probably quote scriptures, to be honest with you, the rest of my preaching. Not because I memorized some of them, many of them, but because I've got it down here. It's written in my tablets of my heart. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will bring things out of us when we need it. Then they ask him, what must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this. Listen. To believe in the one he has sent. Do you believe in God? Or has the enemy thwarted or deceived you? What must we do to be working the work that God requires? Jesus said, it requires that you believe. Believe the one who has sent it. Okay, he's the one who's going to work on you. And if we believe him, we will do good works. But here's where religion gets mixed up. You don't do good works uh, to get God to love you. You receive his love as a free gift. And then you want to do good works because you love him and because he loves you. Out of gratefulness. And if you never learn that, then you're going to spend all your time struggling to do good things. But the reason you're doing things is not right. So you lose your reward because in our motives, it's not right. Then we don't get the reward that God wants us to have. It's not so important what we're doing, really, as why we're doing it. Amen? Why did you come here? Why are you listening to this? Did you come just to, just to listen? Or do you come here because you really want change? Okay? You want to see change. Okay? So here, I want to grow up. I, I want, I'm going to be a strong Christian. And I'm going to get back at the enemy. We have to be in the word. I just wish I had, you know, some people say, I just wish I had more faith. Let me tell you something. Wishing will not get you anything in the kingdom of God. You don't need wishbone. You need backbone. You have all the faith you need. Every single one of you have all the faith that you need to do the things and everything God has, is asking you to do. And you have all the faith that you need to go through anything that this life throws at you. You could amaze yourself. It's our thinking that defeats us. If you look at the problem more than you look at God, the problem becomes bigger. If you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. So whenever you're facing a seemingly impossible or scary situation, 
The Bible tells us be strong, be courageous, stand up because you can do it. Why? Because you're an overcomer. You see things and you become fearful. It's okay to once in a while be fearful, but don't let it rob you from moving forward. With his help, you may be afraid, but you can do it. But know the word and the word will prepare you because the more prepared you are, the less fear will overcome you. If you've been letting fear control your life, would you like to make a decision today that you're going to do whatever God wants you to do and eventually overcome fear? Okay. Because the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy, and he uses fear. But today, you're going to make a decision no more to fear, more to faith. If you're going to fight and win, this is what you got to know. This is who you are. Guys, you can overcome fear. You know why? Because God is with you and because you are an overcomer.